Welcome to Pushing Through. I am Tate Frazier, and as always, I am joined by the kid, BJ Armstrong. And BJ, there is a lot of activity in the NBA world, a lot of conversations. And the number one conversation that is on the minds of many is Frank Vogel going to get fired, BJ? That's where we're going to start this show because the Los Angeles Lakers last night made a little statement beating the Utah Jazz, and some people were saying that they may have saved Frank Vogel's job. Are we that far into this cycle, BJ? I mean, we're, we're already at the point where we're going to fire coaches? My goodness, this seems out of nowhere. Numero uno, fire Frank Vogel. So it, that's the headline. That's the narrative. Really, is that the that's narrative? narrative. That's the narrative. Really, that the that's the narrative. So let me get this straight. Woj, Woj is on NBA Today today talking about, uh, you know, the fact that if they were to get rid of Frank Vogel, you know, Fisdale would slide over. You know, they're already talking scenarios. Okay, let me get this straight. They make the trade for Russell Westbrook. Yes. They had a team that won in the bubble. And then, and then completely won the championship. <laughs> well, they won a championship in the bubble. Just, just and well, then got rid go, of it. Go with me here, Tate. Did they win the championship in the bubble? Yes, they were NBA champions. They violated all the rules of the game by not allowing that team to defend itself outside of the bubble. Is that is that correct? I agree. Okay, is yeah, that correct? They didn't let that happen. Then. They trade the players that they brought over in free agency, Montrez Harrell. They trade Kyle Kuzma. They get in Marc Gasol. And then they revamp that group from a year ago to the current group that we have. Is that true? That's true. Okay. Now, let's start here from the top down. All of us who've been been in that seat that the current GM is sitting in, let's make this clear and make it clear here. There isn't one move he's going to do without confiding into two separate entities within that Lakers organization. One, he's going to confide with his owner. Miss Jeannie Buss. Yep. Give her a respect. Miss Jeannie Buss. And yeah. he's going to confide with his best player or players. And those best players are LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Facts. Okay. So I don't want to hear anything about the GM. I don't want to hear anything about ownership. Now let's get to where the games are won and lost on the court. And let's put the responsibility where it's supposed to be in those 12 uniforms. Because when they win the championship, they get all the praise. And then when we go through tough times, let's not have a scapegoat like Frank Vogel. Frank Vogel does not have a seat at the table when you're talking about buying the groceries. Yes. He's not the one that they're coming to and saying, hey, we're going to take THT over Caruso. No one has said to Frank (laughs) Vogel, okay, no one has said Frank Vogel, what type of team would you like to coach that's in your image? Because Frank Vogel, as far as I know, and I've been watching Frank Vogel when he goes back to Indiana, Frank Vogel was always a defensive coach. Yes. That's what he's known for. Suddenly now he forgot how to coach defense. Suddenly, just this year, he forgot. <laughs> okay. So I don't want to hear these narratives. I don't want to hear these blames. I don't want to hear 
whoever's putting all this out here because it's not true. If we're going to mm. call it like we see it, we got let's call it like we see it. Now, I'm sure when Rob Polinka was going through his list of players and free agents and moves or potential moves, he had to talk to those two people. He had to talk to Miss Jeannie Buss, and he had to talk to the players. And the yeah. players, they said, because we are in a win now, what do you guys need to win? Somebody signed off on Russell Westbrook. And those somebody are those players. Okay? Now, when Russell Westbrook was signed here, it's the one thing I said then and I'm going to say now. Raise your hand if you said Russell Westbrook was brought here to be the best player on the Lakers team. Raise your hand. Tate, you've heard me say now for months, LeBron James gets a pass at this stage of his career because he's 37 years old. Some nights, yeah, we're let, we're, we're some nights he may he's look up. like that LeBron James. Some nights he may look like a 37-year-old LeBron James. But let's make it clear. LeBron James right now is playing the game at an elite level, probably at the highest level that any 37-year-old has ever played. He's playing the game at an elite level. Now, the difference is the old, the, the previous LeBron James, the rendition that was in Cleveland, he could put up those same type of numbers and win the game. This LeBron James can put up the numbers, but he can't win the game. Yeah, he can't affect the bottom he can't, line. Uh, he can't way. do that anymore. So now let's get to what we're really discussing here. Russell Westbrook only works if the following works. Anthony Davis has to be the best player on the team and be an MVP caliber player if this experiment is going to work. And so far, Anthony Davis hasn't been nowhere near an MVP caliber player for this Lakers team. Therefore, this team has been in total influx. They've been, they look chaotic. They're a 500 team. I mean, it's it's every other game. Yeah. Without Anthony Davis. If Anthony Davis shows up every single night and gives me 25 to 20, let's say 25 to 30 points a game, 10 to We're 15 rebounds team. a game, the, being the elite player that we know he has the talent to do. We know this. We has the talent. For whatever the reason may have been or whatever's going on, whether it's COVID whether it's injuries, whatever it is, it hasn't happened for him because no one said when Russell Westbrook came here, we needed him to be the best player on the team. And I'm going to say this. You can say whatever you want to say. LeBron James, I can't say anything about him because, hey, whatever he gives me at this age, he's going to give me. But I will say this. What, what more can you yeah, ask okay. of But LeBron. I will say this. If Anthony Davis is the best player on the team, I would argue that LeBron James play. is the second best player <laughs> second best player in the league better than everyone else. He's better than your second best player every single night. Mm -hmm. He may not be mm -hmm. better than, let's say, Jokic, or he may not be better the impactful as Joel Embiid. He may not be as impactful, maybe not as much as Steph Curry right now. Kevin Durant, he may not be as impactful as Giannis. But, if, but he's as impactful as Chris Middleton. But if you say who is the second best player on all of those other teams, 
Mm-hmm. LeBron James is the best second second guy in the entire NBA. The problem with the Lakers is the first guy, which is clearly Anthony Davis, hasn't been Numero uno. hasn't been yeah. the Anthony Davis. Now, because I know this is a league based on talent, I can't argue with Anthony Davis's talent. If Anthony Davis comes back and suddenly is the Anthony Davis we thought he was going to be, he's going to shut everybody up because they have the talent. He has the talent. There's no one here arguing to say Anthony Davis can't do it. What we're saying is, why is he not doing it? Mm. That's what we're saying here. So there were people in the media. You and I both acknowledge they could win it. If Anthony Davis comes back and starts playing like the Anthony Davis that we know he has the ability to do, and he does it in a consistent manner, the Lakers are right there. And the reason I'm saying that is because of this tape. You can say what you want to about Russell Westbrook. Some of it's true. Some of it's not true. Yeah, he's a high mistake player. Well, okay, I can live with that. But Tate, at 730, I admire this about him. He shows up, and he gives you his best. And sometimes, you know what? We can question his decision-making, just like any player. who's Sometimes we can question that, but nobody can question this man's heart. And no one can question this man's dedication to the game. And no one can question that this man live, he lives in the chaos. Now, he lives <laughs> yes. in the chaos. He, he, he does not He's run He's not it, running. No. So I admire that. So when it's all said and done, I know Russell Westbrook is going to be there to the end. That's my, hey, that's my, y'all call him the Brody. I'm calling him this. He's the Brody. I'm going to roll with Russell Westbrook. Now, yeah. hey, Russ, come on, man. Come on, man. Like, come, nah, 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 we got to have some talks. That, we got to have some talks. But that's that dunk in the second quarter last night. I think that was that that felt like he was getting something something off well, his yeah, chest. Well, bit, you know what I that's mean? my roadie. I'm rolling with Russell Westbrook because he shows up. I don't want to hear no more about turnovers. I'm watching players do load management. I'm watching guys resting. Russell Westbrook is in his 30s and he's still showing up at the run. He's still showing and up. At the end of the day, it goes back to the the point of this conversation, which was the narrative of Frank Vogel well, getting well, fired. Uh, which yeah. It has nothing to do with Frank this ain't Vogel. Got like to do with Frank. This ain't got nothing to do with Frank. This is about the number one option to Anthony Davis not no. being available. And if he they is don't. available and he plays yeah. at that level, we're talking about a different yeah. Lakers team. Frank Vogel is coaching a healthy Anthony Davis, and they are a 500 team, and this is the best that they can do. We, we can have a, have a discussion because I don't like to see anyone yeah. get fired. But don't mm-hmm. tell me the scapegoat is Frank Vogel without a, Anthony, without a healthy Anthony Davis. LeBron James has missed significant time. They, they have Stanley Johnson coming in on a 10-day is the guy that's scoring double-figure points in the fourth quarter. This team is in a chaotic scenario right now. I don't mm-hmm. want to hear this. So you mean to tell me when you put together this championship caliber team, remember at the beginning of the season, Tate, everyone was saying this is a championship yeah. roster. They were saying doubt so us. They were like, please Now doubt us. we got to go find Stanley Johnson on a 10-day to help us <laughs> win games at this at 40-plus games in the season. So I don't want to hear that, Tate. And I'm not going to allow people to be crushing people on television, getting guys fired. Now put it all out there. Put it out there. Now Frank Vogel – 
I'm sure Frank, Frank, I know Frank Vogel. Frank Vogel is going to take his responsibility. But the responsibility always and will always be with the players. And right now, the best player is Anthony Davis, whether he wants to accept that or not. LeBron James has said it without saying it, but we got to say it. He's passed on the torch to Anthony Davis. And in order for LeBron James to be the most effective and best version of himself right now, because he knows this. At 37, he can't carry it for 82 games plus the 16 wins. He, he just needs 16. He wants to get to the 16. He He's to like, the, get me to the if 16. If he can have somebody to help him get to the 16 with the rest in between, LeBron James maybe could do what we all come to expect from LeBron James. But right now, we know it's an issue for this version of LeBron James. He can't carry the 82 games anymore. Therefore, yes. let's call it like we see it now. Anthony Davis... You're up. You're <laughs> up. And then if Anthony Davis is getting most of the touches, if Anthony Davis, if we're running the offense through Anthony Davis, that's going to put everyone else in their right role, which is, Russell, you will do what we need you to do to win games. LeBron, we, you can do what you need to do to win games, and then the role players can begin to figure out who they are on this team. Right now, mm -hmm. though, Tate, their best player is not on the court. And until they get healthy, all of this, no. Because if whoever they put on, whoever yeah. they put on that sideline, it's not going to help. Gonna help. It, it is very much. It feels like uh, we need we need someone to blame well, for yeah, this yeah, situation. Yeah, you need somebody. So Frank to blame. No, we're not blaming. No, we're not it, letting that away. And it's not a Frank. Vogel. That's why we 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 are here to uh, try no, to not and, and, and we need to say that it is not Frank Vogel. This is a, it's no. not Frank Vogel. I just I almost laughed, BJ, when I saw that on NBA Today that that was the headline that Frank Vogel reports that Frank Vogel could be considered to be fired because I know somebody has to take the blame, but in all of this, like you said, the roster decisions aren't Frank run through Vogel. Frank Vogel. Like I mean, he give has Frank no. Vogel, there's no responsibility. Give Frank Vogel a chance. If Frank Vogel is going to get fired, mm -hmm. if there's anything, let the real team, the play, team play and then judge it. Yeah, let Frank Vogel have some say so in who he would like to coach. Because Frank Vogel has always been a defensive coach. He's always yeah. been a defensive coach. Suddenly now, the team just doesn't play defense? Okay. So they put together this roster, and they, and they forgot a very important piece. When you have a top-heavy roster, a la Brooklyn, a la the Lakers, if it doesn't go smooth, your room for error is very small. Because all of those guys are making max dollars. And now you don't have, you don't have the cap. You don't have the, the, cap the fine guys. You don't have the role players who can fill in when those top players at the top look at the Brooklyn now. And you don't have the trade flexibility. It's not like they exactly. can. Exactly. I mean, they they can't get a better player than Talon Talon Hallen to Horton Talon Horton Tucker or whatever THT. You know what I mean? Like they they can't find a guy that that has that talent exactly. at, the, at the same number. Brooklyn has the same problem. <laughs> So yes. when you, t and Tate, you've heard me say this and our listeners, roster construction is a real thing. All of these narratives and hot takes, those aren't real. <laughs> yeah. The Lakers cannot trade for Jeremy. Okay. Green, unless they trade and, a, a and, major and, and piece Frank of Frank Vogel team. <laughs> will tell you, there's two things that's needed in yeah. the NBA. Okay. Let's just look at, let's just look at the Golden State Warriors. Let's look at the Milwaukee Bucks. Let's look at the Phoenix Suns. You need talent. And you need depth. I don't want to hear mm -hmm. anything about these top-heavy stars who get all the headlines. How are you going to win if one of those players get hurt? 
especially today. Well, and, and the perfect example of that is Brooklyn right Brooklyn, now. Kevin Durant's out four to six weeks. It, 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 this is ludicrous now. This is ludicrous. This is getting out of hand now that we're having this discussion and because what it sounds like to me now, Tate, which gets me very disappointed, is we have a responsibility when we sit behind these microphones. And you can't just start saying things that have no merit or have no truth to them. Because you're messing with people's lives. You're messing livelihoods. with their lives. You're messing day. with their livelihoods. Yes. And we have a responsibility. We have a responsibility to tell it like it is. Not how we want it to be. And I don't care who you sit. You can put John. You can put, you, 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 you can put Naismith <laughs> on that bench. It's not going to change. You, I don't care who you put over there. It's not going to change. Yes. Hubie Brown's not going to fix the Lakers. You, I don't care who you put. Okay? Now, mm-hmm. We all know, Tate, we all know that there's three things that has to happen. You got to defend, which the Lakers aren't very good at right now. You have to rebound the ball. They're playing LeBron James at the five, and they have to pass and share the ball. Okay, Tate, right now they're figuring it out. And they have a guy sitting over there in street clothes right now who's at least 25 and 10 on a bad night. Mm -hmm. Okay? So... All of this coaching, all of this blame, it's got nothing to do. Until that guy, Anthony Davis, gets back out there in that court and he's able to play for at least 25 games, then let's figure out what we got. Because, because yeah. right now we don't know. And it's just disappointing to see all of these narratives when you know it's not true. We know, that, we know this is not true. The, the, the mm-hmm. Golden State Warriors have depth. That's why they're winning. Phoenix Suns has depth. That's why they're winning. Everybody needs depth. Why? Because you have protocols. You have injuries. Roster changes. The Miami Heat. The Miami Heat have depth. Listen, the Miami Heat have they they lose Bam for twenty two games. They've lost Jimmy Butler. And when I look at the when I look at that team, I looked in the standings. Yesterday, I said, wait a minute. They're in first place. <laughs> I was like, how did this happen? Yeah. Because you got Tyler Hero. You got all of these players that's continuing to keep the theme moving. Phoenix Suns, they get a 17-point effort, a 14-rebound effort from Bismack Biombo off the bench yeah. in the absence of DeAndre Ayton. If, you don't, if you're not prepared for that, then you're not prepared to win the championship because this year, since COVID has hit, has been really as... It's attrition. It's a war of attrition. It's been as unique as we've seen because it requires depth. And if you you can't just be top-heavy because at any given moment, whether it's an injury, protocol, or whatever, it may not work. So unless you Mm -hmm. have a JaVale McGee who gets 20 points the other day in an in effort off the bench. Unless you have Tyler Hero, unless you have these type of players ready and willing to go, then don't talk about it. Stanley Johnson, that's another guy. Like, where did this come from? I, I watch him. They're running players for Stanley Johnson in the fourth quarter. Yeah. This is a guy who's on a 10-day. He's running plays. You got Russell Westbrook standing in the corner. You got LeBron James setting the screen for Stanley Johnson as the go-to guy in the fourth quarter. 
raise your hand if you had that. If you had that in the playbook. Nobody. Okay. Yeah. So I don't want to hear anything about Frank Vogel. Give Frank Vogel credit. Frank Vogel's trying to figure it out. Because one thing I've learned over my years, and I don't want to go on this rant. If you stand in that bright light too long, Tate, it's going to fade your suit. Now, the Lakers got to figure this one out. And what they need to figure out is what everybody's trying to figure out. How can we get our best players on the floor as often as we possibly can? And then if it doesn't work then, then let's talk about what could be. Because right now, I'm not buying all this other stuff. And it makes me upset to hear that we're going to blame Russell. We're going to blame this guy. No, you can't blame him. You need talent to win in this league, and everyone knows it. In Brooklyn right now, I mean, Kevin Durant is out four to six weeks. So Brooklyn is, you know, they lose to the, the Cleveland Cavaliers, a team that you and I really like. Cleveland has six guys in double digits against the Brooklyn Nets. You don't talk about a team that has some yeah, depth there, there, and some there talent. You go. Cleveland, there you go. Cleveland has that. You know what I mean? So are, are we worried about Brooklyn maybe faltering over this six listen, weeks listen, listen, uh, listen. potentially? Because they don't have that depth, as here, we're talking here, about. Here's what I think now we're going to learn about Coach Nash. And I love saying Coach Nash. Coach Nash now has to figure out and give this team an identity. Why do I say that? Because the identity has always been, if we can get those three guys on the court, the talent will figure itself out. Yeah. Okay? Now we are at a crossroad with this team from this standpoint. Whose team is this? Is this Kevin Durant's team? Is it Kyrie's team? Kyrie is a part-time player. James Harden yeah. is just getting back. You can see when he plays by without the other two guys, he suddenly is a 30-point, 40-point scorer when those other guys aren't playing. And, and when they're playing, he's 22 yeah. points. So now I think assists. Coach Nash is sitting in his office saying, whose team is this with the idea? When they come back, hopefully they do all come back because it, it's going to make for interesting drama interesting conversation whose team is this okay right now if you're asking me this is James Harden's team <laughs> if you're asking me why because Kyrie is part-time and Kevin Durant you know he's now he's sustained this injury and you just never know how guys are going to come back and it's so late in the season this is James Harden's team now for the rest for of the, the year for the rest like, of, for the rest of the, the year the, the keys this is, this is James Harden's keys team. this is yours. James Harden's team yeah. now now you're going to need a significant contribution from someone other than those other two guys, talking about Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, because they're not going to be available. And that someone is LaMarcus Aldridge. Mm. LaMarcus Aldridge, they're going to have to figure out how to get 15 to 22 points a night from him, just from the low post. So all of that three-point shooting, pace and space, I think you got to throw that out the window now. Because what they, are, what they are in danger of doing is if they don't continue to figure out how to play 500 basketball or better, they're going to be in a very difficult situation come playoff they're, time. I mean, they could fall all the way down to, you know, play-in yes. territory. So I We're think about now five, six Coach range, Nash yeah. is going to have to do what he hasn't had to do yet. He's got to figure out how to coach this team. But more importantly, he's got to coach them with an identity. Because they can't just mm. go out and outscore people now. So I think LaMarcus Aldridge is going to have to be featured because he's, he should be there every game. James Harden is clearly the best player. And then Kyrie, 
depending on his availability, if they're on the road or whatever, and to give them some type of continuity as he's coming in and out. And hopefully, hopefully, when Kevin Durant comes back, he will integrate his, ta- he'll integrate his talent yeah. in because he's that great of a talent. But right now, I think it is in Coach, Coach Nash's best interest to make a decision to say, okay, this is how we're going to play. And as guys are available, we need you to fill in here to do specific things because James Harden right now is the only guy I see that can be there day in and day out moving forward for the rest of the season. And everyone, you know, thinking and and looking at the big picture of this Brooklyn team, they're probably saying to themselves when they hear that, BJ, okay, so you're going to give the keys over to a guy that's going to be a free agent this summer. What's your choice? What's your choice? But, but, and guess what? It's already worked before. In 2019, the Raptors said, hey, Kawhi Leonard, here are the keys. This is your team. He goes and takes them to a championship, and then he leaves afterwards. You know what, what I mean? It's not your, like James Harden your, couldn't do what's that. What's your choice at this point? What's yeah. your choice? What's your choice? You don't have enough. Again, we're watching the Lakers. So how uh, – the Lakers – the Lakers, We you know, we, we some people said the Lakers were going to win a championship at the beginning of the season. If Brooklyn yeah. doesn't get their act together, they could be in some real trouble here. Mm. They could be in some real trouble. Now, they have great players, in particular Kyrie Irving and KD. That's hope. KD is going to be back if we could just hold it down. But don't let's not forget, we got to hold it down. Because this league is a very unforgiving league. It's not like anyone's going to say, oh, we're going to let them win. They're going to, they're, the other teams that they're playing are trying to get wins as well. So I, I think it is time for Coach Nash to make a decision. And I'm, I'm interested to see what he's going to do because he can't continue to play the same style because they're not available now. Maybe next year, but right now they are not available, and I think a decision is going to have to be made. And I think that decision is – how to feature LaMarcus Aldridge. Well, I think it's I think it's a tale of, you know, two sides of the coins, but it's the exact same story, right? It is a crossroads at the top for these two teams. When you talk about the Brooklyn Nets, you talk about the Los Angeles Lakers. It is a it is a crossroads moment for both and it's a decision that kind of and I think the Lakers have already kind of made that decision a little bit. LeBron moving to the 5, they've kind of given him back the the keys so to speak of that team as they try to see what's going to happen with Anthony Davis and then the same thing with Brooklyn if they decide to give James Harden the keys. Kyrie said he's not going to get vaccinated. He's not going to change his stance. So he's going to be a part-time player for the foreseeable future. So, I mean, James Harden and LeBron James are kind of the ones that are going to be driving the train of those top-heavy, you know, big market, whatever teams, the teams that are going to sell the most tickets, so to speak. And it's kind of a fascinating carousel because both those teams have been yo-yoing. I mean, Brooklyn's kind of been steady at the top, obviously, but both of them have had the highs of the highs, you know, where everyone's like, see, this is the team that we expected. This is the title team. And then the lows of the lows of, is this team ever going to win a championship when you talk about this group in particular? So it's been fascinating. I want to leave on a high note, though, BJ. Uh, As a fan myself of the Charlotte Hornets, Miles Bridges in MSG. See, big-time players... They show up in MSG, BJ, and my boy Miles Bridges, a.k.a. Sky Miles, oh. comes out for 38 points, 
12 rebounds. Uh, I know we're Knicks fans on this program, but I just had to shout out my boy Miles. And then after the game, he's with Kimball Walker. You know, they have a sweet little moment together. It, it was a good day to be a Charlotte Hornets fan, BJ, and there's not many of those uh, in our lineage, so we got to take them where we can get them. Uh, shout out to Miles Bridges. What a great game. Well, I can't say anything. I'm going to let everyone have their day in the sun. And he's a Michigan kid. You know, yeah, he's a great, he's a great know, Michigan. He's state from alum, the Mitten, you know? so we got to show him love. I like that. Okay, I like that. Miles Bridges. If I didn't know better, whenever he sees Julius Randle, he shows up. I don't know what he knows about Julius Randle, but there's something that's there. Sometimes you just have a matchup against a certain player. Well, Miles Bridges' matchup is Julius Randle. Or maybe it's a guy you looked up to and you say, like, I'm going to go get mine against him. You know, whatever it is. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But when the man made that step back three from the top of the key, I said, he knows something. (laughs) Yeah. How about that up and under? He had the whole team jumping. Miles Bridges. When he sees Julius Randle, he knows something. Okay? Now, I think I know what it is, Tate. Mm. Julius Randle just got a little bag last summer. Miles said, I want to get my bag. You know, this is the NBA, and guys like to compete. Yeah. That, no, he's like, he's like, if this is a max guy, I'll show you I can be a max uh, guy. I don't know. I haven't <laughs> spoken. I'm just, a, I'm just an innocent. Yeah, we're just reading yeah, between I'm, the lines. I'm just here. looking. Yeah. But whenever he sees the New York Knicks, New York Knicks fans, whenever you see Miles Bridges, he's going to have a good game. Mm-hmm. It is no matter what he's going to show He's going to have a good game. And guess what? He's a free agent this summer. He's a free agent. But give Miles Bridges credit. <laughs> that was a great win for, by the way, without LaMelo Ball. Yeah. It was a great win. You know, how about Scary Terry? He came out with some energy at the beginning of the game. Whew. And I like this Charlotte team. I think they're feisty. I think they're a tough yeah, matchup. Yeah. I, they, they have promise. They have promise. They're mm-hmm. moving in the right direction. I think they are a couple players away. But I like Lamelo. I like Miles. I like some of their, I like some of their um, backcourt players on both sides. It's the front court. The it's front the front court, court where they the got to address. Court is where yeah. they're going to have to address. And they, and it's funny because a guy like Bismack, who you just mentioned earlier, was seventeen and fourteen. He would be man, perfect for this the, team. The big fella. The, the big fella is, you know what? I love Bismack. You know, you know I, as a Bobcats I, I, guy, I, I, I love I love Bigs. <laughs> I, I I I love Bigs. You know. Bismack and yeah. JaVale, they, 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 those guys, are they just do it for me. I just love bigs. I, Jokic, Joel Embiid, just give me the bigs. I want to be the agent to the bigs now. I just want all bigs. If you're a big, <laughs> just I, – I, I, If you're over seven feet tall, give yeah, BJ Yeah, just give me a call. I, I, I'm all about the bigs. <laughs> I'm all about the bigs because this game, you can see where it's going. It's coming back to the bigs. It's coming back. Yeah. I mean, look at the Cavs. It's coming, yeah. I mean, don't get me excited, Tate. Tate, we, we can't talk all day. <laughs> If you want to get me excited, I've said it. I'll keep saying it. I don't want to play the Cavs in the first, second. I don't want to play the Cavs at all. Yeah. Agreed. This Evan Mobley They're guy. A lot of talent. And Kevin Love and Laurie Market and Jared and Allen. Jared Allen. Yeah. I don't want to. And this, how about this kid, Darius Garland? He's an all-star. Playing like one. You know, of him and Fred Van Fleet. You know, let's let's get the people up there. We the North some love too. Fred Van Fleet is yeah. an all star. Darius Garland's playing. He is. Cleveland, I don't want to see. 
I don't want to see them. I'm telling you right now, these bigs, they're back. Tate, the game is, is in good hands because the bigs are coming back. Yeah. Final final note before we get out of here, we have to just shout out the Phoenix Suns. Three games up wow, in the Western Conference. Wow. Did and you see them last night? Tate, did you I, watch I, them last night? I think they're I think they're title. I did. I think they're title oh, favorites. I, PJ. I, 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 I don't want to jump the gun Tate. because Giannis. I'm already going to give him you know the benefit of the doubt. Giannis. I'm just telling you, the Phoenix Suns. They are built to win a title. They they yeah, are. You know, the, you know the G unit is my man. That's you know that's my guy. Yeah, and I never underestimate in the great words of the great Rudy T, the heart of a champion. Mm. and the Milwaukee Bucks need to be treated with respect. Absolutely. And the respect is until they have their full roster out there on the court. We can't really judge who they are without Drew. can't properly yeah. evaluate this team. Now, until they get Brooke Lopez back, Drew Holiday back, Middleton and all those guys back, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay silent. And I'm going to yeah. allow them to defend their championship. Because let me tell you something. Giannis – it's not going to give away anything. You got to go beat him. Yeah. And it's going to be very difficult to beat him in a seven-game series. Especially I don't care who you are. Okay? Yeah. Now, it is one thing that I keep seeing and I keep showing up is the following. The Phoenix Suns are an improved team from a year ago, Tate. And I'm going to tell you all something right now because you're not going to hear this on the narratives. You're not going to hear this on your, your popular – you know, talk show, but you're going to hear it here on the podcast because right here we're going to keep it real. Chris Paul has done a masterful job this year, unlike any other job he's done throughout his career. He's figured out how to have, have impact and be an impactful player without scoring. And this is going to cause problems for teams in the playoffs because unlike what you saw in the finals a year ago, when Chris Paul wasn't scoring the basketball, it affected him, his game, and it affected the Phoenix Suns, especially on the road. It felt like they were missing something with that, yeah. But now it's not a part of the now, arsenal. Now, Chris Paul. It's a plus source. when he scores. <laughs> it's icing on the cake. Exactly. Okay? I agree now, with that. To many, they're not seeing this. Chris Paul right now is, he is like a cart. He's like a, a, a dealer in Vegas. He's just dealing the cards right now. My man Devin Booker had a 48-piece chicken nugget meal last night with some hot barbecue sauce. <laughs> okay? Bismack Biombo comes off the bench and has 17 and 14. They're getting contributions from star role players. Campaign. Campaign. Okay. Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson, Carolina. We're talking about um, uh, the kid from Villanova, uh, Bridges. Oh, Mikel Bridges. Bridges. Yeah, great defender. Jay Crowder. Yeah. These are star role players. They may not be star star players, but they are star role players. Javale McGee is okay? a star role player. They have depth. They're getting contributions one through twelve, and it doesn't matter because perhaps, arguably, their best player doesn't even have to score for them to be working on all cylinders. But when he does score, they're that much better. Now, without questioning, their best score is Devin Booker. Make no doubt about it. Make no doubt about that. But Chris Paul right now has taken away something 
from the Milwaukee Bucks if they meet again in the finals. He doesn't have to score. So now that's not a part of that's the game plan. You don't go game into the game plan and say, we're keeping Chris Paul, Chris Paul from scoring. Chris yeah. Paul now it doesn't matter. Have, now it's not something you Chris can Paul take Chris Paul can away. have six yeah. points and still affect the game. And the team knows this now. So I'm going to give them credit. They're playing like a team that's ready. They have enough bigs, and you know I got. I always look for the bigs, and they have enough fouls to play against Giannis now. They got yes. 18 fouls yep. to play against him with DeAndre Ayton, JaVale McGee, and Bismack Biombo. Okay? And then if you think – last year the backup was Frank Kaminsky, who's still on the roster. So he's now your fourth big. And your fifth – or Dario Sarge is also on the roster who got hurt. So yeah. they really have – and Jalen Smith, they have six You have, have to bigs. have enough bigs. You have to have <laughs> enough bigs. Because Giannis deserves that much respect. Phoenix is that's, that's what I respect about this roster. They, they adjusted based on what they I'm saw. I'm telling you all right now. Phoenix, they have the best record in the league. But it's going under the radar yeah. because, you know, everyone's talking about Golden State. You know, they've, they've had a little slippage here, and, you know, now Draymond is out. You know, now we're talking about Charlotte. Not Charlotte, uh, Brooklyn. And then we're talking about the yeah. Bulls just a week ago. And Phoenix is quietly going about their business, not making a lot of noise. And they've had... They've had, they had, and they have, they have superior depth. I like what James Jones and company have done. Monty is doing an exceptional job of coaching this team. And I'm gonna say this, Tate, and I'm gonna leave it alone. Defensively, they're pretty darn good. Mm. They're pretty darn good, Tate. I, I think if, if you're looking at the odds of who's going to win the title right now, I don't see how they're not the favorites. I, 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 they're, they're I don't really see how they're the not the favorites. The okay, there's only one team. I th- there's only one team. They're the best team in basketball. I, 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 I mean, there's I no one with a record this like that. Because Giannis is the best player in basketball. I agree I can't with that. Bet against I think the Giannis best is the best player, and he's the defending yeah. champion. But right now, I think the Suns are the. I think they're the best team in basketball. Listen. The best player always rises to the occasion. The best player, we haven't seen the best of Giannis yet. Agreed. He may have another level. <laughs> Tate. What is that, seven, what is that uh, 70 points Tate, in the closeout Tate, game? Tate, I'm watching the man. Tate, <laughs> man, I'm trying to get off this podcast, man, but you won't let me, Tate. Let me say this last thing. <laughs> Tate, I'm watching a man get a triple-double in 30 minutes of action every night. With ease. Like it's, like Tate, it's normal. I'm watching a man <laughs> get a triple-double or close to it every night in 30 minutes of action. Those 30 minutes are going to go to 40, 45 minutes, 48 minutes some night if need be in the playoffs. As great as he is in 30 minutes, he probably has another level that we just haven't seen yet. And... And we're not talking about the fact that he's playing the. I mean, he's basically playing the rim protector. He's playing the right five. Now. So right when we now. get when we get to the playoffs and Brook Lopez can take those responsibilities away, he's even more now, free. There's been some great teams, but somehow a great player rises to a level, and until somebody can beat that great player, he's going to keep. He's going to keep winning, and and that's and, what happened and, with Michael. They have the best team. They're the best team right now. The Utah Jazz. The Utah Jazz were probably the best team when when they faced the Bulls. <laughs> you know, they what might I mean? have been. <laughs> well, we all know who. But the, the best, best player, player was. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Now, he's the best player, and he will be the best athlete in every series he plays in. 
Okay. No matter what. The yeah. best player and the best athlete has a significant advantage, and I don't care what the pundits are saying. If you are the best athlete, as that series goes on, you will eventually stumble on your advantage in game four, five, six, or seven. You're the best athlete. You're playing. As we saw last year, I mean, they were down 0-2 in the finals. This is how it works. This is, we're not going to go with these narratives and stats we're going to call it like we, we're, we're here to talk about the game. The best athlete has a significant advantage if he can get to game four, five, six, and seven because you're playing every other day and, the, and there's no counter tape, okay? Take this tape in your notes. There's no counter to speed and quickness. You can't counter speed or quickness. Now, speed and quickness, as a coach once told me, it's only good for two things. It gets you in trouble and it gets you out. <laughs> okay. Well, Giannis right now is disciplined enough to know how to play with the speed and quickness and athletic ability he has. This is a major problem for everyone else in the league because there's no counter to him. The only counter to him is you got to build a wall a la what we saw Miami do the last time he lost. Mm-hmm. Which is what, I mean, basically what Miami's plan is this time. I mean, if you just want to, I mean, we can, I mean, we can dissect it just from what we see. It's to have P.J. Tucker be basically a QB spy, so to speak. He's going to be on Giannis one-on-one. And then, and then they're going to build a wall. P.J. Tucker can I mean, that's what they're going to do. Just like the Pistons did in the previous generation when they said the following. There was a book out, take, your generation should read, called The Jordan Rules. Jordan Rules, yeah. You can understand how important it is when you're playing against the best athlete, okay? You don't stop the best athlete with a single coverage or double coverage, triple coverage. You got you to gotta build a wall. That's what, it, that's what you're doing with Giannis, and Giannis doesn't even have a consistent jump shot yet. Improving. The man is unstoppable. And we're talking about MVP. He's in there. You talk about best big, he's there. Best player, he's there. Yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's the number best one for defensive player. Defensive of the year player. MVP. So he can yeah. not only win on the offensive end, a la Jordan, he can win the game on the defensive end, a la Jordan. A la Jordan. <laughs> exactly. I've been, That's why he reminds me of I've Jordan, to be honest with you. For I've been saying this for years now. This guy is a version of that guy that we haven't seen yet because. There's no counter to him. You can't put a big on him. You can't put a small on him. He can play full court. He can play half court. He can play versus a double team. Did you see the passes the guy was making against oh, Golden it, State the other night? It's, it, it's, it's like he's learning, you know? This he's still guy, learning. <laughs> again, I will say this. Out of due respect, Phoenix is the best team. Giannis mm-hmm. is the best player. Yes. And because I have so much respect for greatness, I can't bet against this guy because I don't know how good he really is. Just when I thought I had seen that other guy, I said, he's, there's levels to this tape. Tape, there's levels to this. And I'm going to say this tape, then I'm going to shut my mouth. The guy doesn't know the word stop. No, I mean he has to calm himself down. We saw it in the finals. I mean he was 
He had to. They, they subbed him out of a game one time to calm him okay. down. The guy I mean, he's, doesn't he's know the word stop. <laughs> so I don't yeah. want to hear about. You know, are they gonna? Is this team better? He's gonna show up, and you got to beat him four times. Okay, and everybody knows that that is the real. That's the real. I mean, you can get by him once, you can get by him twice, but to beat him four times, it takes he's coming some next Tate, level expertise. The man is good. Man, Tate. In a boxing match, you got to take a punch with him. Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna get out of there unscathed. There ain't gonna be no floral mm-hmm. sweeps, sweeps. No, there ain't gonna no, be no. no Tate. You got to take a punch. And right now, I'm giving Phoenix credit. Phoenix is preparing for the battle. I hope that it's Phoenix versus Milwaukee in the finals. Just be- that—that's what it looks just like because to me, in Tate, my mind. That's what the—that's what the game deserves. Mm-hmm. The game, Milwaukee deserves to defend itself. Phoenix has improved, and they have shown that they are prepared. They belong. They're, pre- they're prepared. They, they want to be here. They want to show up and for the I fight. If they get up 2-0 this year, they they win. I think they'll win a game. I think they'll win a I, game. I, I think they're good enough now I, to win one game in Milwaukee. And that's all they have to do, yeah, in my now, opinion. But I also they, they just have think to win one. that Giannis is good enough to win three games. <laughs> in Phoenix, <laughs> Tate, and I—it's a conundrum. Tate, I think Giannis. See, Giannis is not going to have the early jitters like he had last year in the NBA no. Finals. No, he's Giannis may win four games by himself. Mm. Okay, now I'm gonna shut my mouth, Tate, because you got me fired up today. This yeah. is great. No, I like it. I, I like it. it. This is this real. This is real NBA yeah, talk. Yeah. And, and to me, BJ, if you did the the rankings, the MVP ladder or whatever, I mean, for me, it's Giannis is one and Chris Paul is two. I mean, I think those are the most valuable players. And they're playing on, in my opinion, the two best teams in basketball. That that will be there at the end. So that's why well, no, it, it's I'm fascinating. These guys, those two guys right now are playing chess. Okay. In the old days, we used to have to look at the paper to see what the other guy's doing. There's no doubt in my mind. There's no doubt in my mind this is going on. Chris Paul is watching every move the Milwaukee Bucks make. Yes. There's no doubt in my mind the franchise of Phoenix Suns have targeted the Milwaukee Bucks for everything they're That's doing. That's who we have to beat. Yep. There's no doubt in my mind. There's no doubt. It's as plain as Chris Paul right now, they're winning games, but it's not against the Milwaukee Bucks. And it's not in the playoffs. <laughs> Which he doesn't like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, like – my man had 48 points last night. It didn't even break a smile at the end of the game because they're like, oh, okay. No. Well, do that in the NBA finals. No. Yeah. JaVale, JaVale McGee was trying to give him yeah, death, and he was basically yeah, like, yeah. get away from me. This is like, <laughs> no, we got to do this in the NBA finals. Yeah. They don't care because about this. They right know now. This is just prep. The G unit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's coming. Okay. There's no stopping this man. This man, Giannis, there is no stopping. <laughs> Man, don't get me fired up, Tate. Tate, you know, Tate, I love greatness. You know I love me some greatness. Me too. And Chris Paul no, knows I mean, this. You... Chris Paul and Giannis are playing chess. They're playing mm-hmm. chess. Everybody else is trying to get through the regular season. Those two got an eye on each other, and this is mental warfare. This is the game within the game within the game. It's games and no one's yeah. talking about it, but I see it. I see Chris Paul right now. Do you see what Chris Paul is doing? That man is just getting to the mid-range right now because he knows all that three-point shooting, that's good in the regular season. 
It's not going to work. Come on now, Tate. Come on, Tate. You ain't going to get to the basket against the G unit. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to get to the basket in the NBA Finals. So it's floaters, it's you mid-range. You get to and that then for our bigs, And our bigs, all you, you got to do is just there. body him. Be physical. Now, now I'm yeah. telling you, they're, 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 you can see what they're both doing. You can see how it's lining up. And I'm just hoping, Tate, that they give the fans what they deserve. We deserve to see this because as much as it is I a agree. physical battle going on, mentally, man, these guys are strong right here, Tate. Yeah, and right now Chris Paul and 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 my guy Giannis, they're playing a game. You you know Monty has got everybody clicking. You know Devin Booker is ready for this matchup. DeAndre Ayton is ready for this matchup, and it could be a great series. It could be a great series. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Well, there you have it. This has been pushing through. We could talk all day about this, but I, I, I think that uh, I'm excited as we as we turn into January because I see a path, you know, for the the playoffs, and I see some of these teams really standing out. And shout out to the Phoenix Suns because uh, I mean they're retooling and they are playing some great basketball. They're very fun to watch. Um, BJ, anything else before we Tate, get out of here? Man, you got me too fired up today. <laughs> I gotta go. Hey, hey, Tate, I gotta go cool down right now. You got me. So when I yeah. get in water, Tate, you know go put what some I mean. Shots I gotta, up. Hey, Tate, I gotta jump in the pool right now. I gotta jump in the pool right now. Go make waves. This has been pushing through, and we will see you later in the week. Thank you.